We must show the world what a free economy can do to reduce unemployment, to put unused capacity to work, to spur new productivity. So when people want to succeed, I say to them, find out the dream that God has for you and then give it your best shot. And with that, you'll be successful. We can restore our economic strength and build opportunities like none we've ever had before. All we need to begin with is faith, and that dream will come true. All we need to do is act, and the time for action is now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tandem Radio, the good news on business, where each week we seek God's guidance in our business relationships and answer your questions as we walk in integrity together. We want to welcome all of our radio and global internet listeners to the program. And now, here's our host, Glenda Lakian. Good morning and welcome to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenda Lakian, on the Bridge Network FM stations. And also broadcasting live on the internet, of course, at tandemradio.com. You will eat the fruit of your labor. Blessings and prosperity will be yours, says the Lord in Psalms 128.2. I want to welcome all our listeners, not only locally, but of course uh, across the globe. And uh, uh, great to hear from you on Facebook. And uh, your emails on the website are always greatly appreciated. I'm your host, Glenda Lakian, here each week, every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on what we call the good news on business. Of course, our goal here is to help business owners, those people who are interested in business, maybe if you're in ministry and involved in the business aspect, to help you walk in integrity every day. The old adage of all is fair in love and war, I just don't think that's what Jesus Christ had in mind, and uh, he wants us to walk in his light every day. So our goal is to point you to the Bible, uh, where all the answers we believe can be found, not only in our personal lives, but of course in our business lives, and to help you make better decisions decisions every day relative to your business. So welcome aboard. Uh, Our theme today is Who's Driving Your Business? And uh, we derive that theme because our guest today is uh, author and Christian business owner Stuart Migdon. And Stuart wrote a book called Jesus Take the Wheel, Seven Keys to a Transformed Life with God. And we're going to be talking to Stuart in a few minutes about uh, a lot of great topics. Uh, We've had some time to get to know each other this morning, and I know you're going to find him to be a real treat. Again, going back to the concept of our show, the good news on business, uh, I'm here each week with you uh, with different guests from different walks of life that are involved in business that can give you uh, direction and guidance. And of course, we base our show on scripture each week, and the scriptures for this week are Psalm 73:24. you guide me with your counsel, and afterward you will take me into glory. The second scripture for today is Romans 12:2. do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what's God's will, what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Now, again, many of those scriptures, um, right off the bat, you can understand how they relate to what we're doing, but sometimes it takes a little time into the show to see how God has weaved that into what we do. But isn't that the way the Lord works, just weaving in and out of our lives in so many different ways, uh, the scripture and, and uh, godly advice, as long as we'll take the time and listen. Again, I'm here each week as your host, and my background is business. I've been involved in in business since a very young age. I've uh, been involved with everything from startups to mergers and acquisitions, and I've uh, uh, been involved in the electronics industry, the biotech industry, uh, uh, business consulting, and so forth. I've uh, been a paid consultant on many projects. And most importantly, I love the Lord, and He's given me a real heart 
for not only his word and uh, uh, his guidance, but also for business owners and people who are involved in business on a day-to-day basis. So I hope that uh, I can help you out with some good guidelines and guidance. And for great guidance, obviously, you can also hit our website, and that is at www.tandemradio.com. At tandemradio.com, there's a lot of resources, including connections with our sponsors, connections with people who have been on the show previously. Uh, there's also archive shows there, so you can get a lot of great advice and insights about previous shows that will all apply to your business on a daily basis. You can also email us with questions and topics about business, and we'll get back to you and do our best to help you move forward. Again, our topic today is who's driving your business, and our guest is Stuart Migdon. And Stuart Stuart, again, is the author of Jesus Take the Wheel and also a Christian business owner, has a dynamic background, happens to be also an elder in the church and uh, uh, very active in his uh, ministry outreach as well. And I'd like to welcome today, Stuart, welcome for joining us today. Oh, it's a pleasure for me to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm glad you're out, and um, we have a lot to talk about today, so we're going to get right into it. Stuart, why don't we start off by you telling our audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. Well, you know, from a, uh, a business perspective, I, w- I want you to know that uh, when I was 18 years old, my high school girlfriend got pregnant, and we got married, uh, and I was a father at 18 years old, wow. and all that I cared about, Glenn, was to be successful. We were poor, and I said I would finish college in four years no matter what. I worked 50, 60 hours a week, went to college full-time, and, um, and, and eventually... I, I did uh, succeed in business. First became a, a CPA, then I went into the insurance business. But I had been striving for wealth and power and, 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 and success. And when I finally achieved those things from a business perspective, they, they left me empty emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually exhausted until I, um, I, I found uh, the Lord Jesus, mm. and then my business really prospered, and, 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 and it was something that I really loved and appreciated. Mm. That's excellent to hear. And, you know, it's a common story, isn't it, uh, Stuart, that we hear out there. People go out, and they strive for all these things, and, and they come up empty, you know, uh, without the Lord. And uh, thank God in your case, you know, uh, the, the many are called, but few are chosen. You know, thank God in your case, you uh, made the decision to follow the Lord, and uh, obviously that were, that's what brought you here today, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. God actually, uh, you know, had his arms wrapped around me and dragged me to him. And as a result, he transformed my life. Isn't that so often the case? You know, I had somebody prophesy over me that I, I didn't hardly even knew. And I'll never forget, he said to me, Glenn, there were so many times in your life where you got right to the edge and God j- yanked the chain back to yeah. save you from the precipice. And and I look back often and say, boy, I could tell a whole story about my prodigal son experience, but that's a whole nother story. But Stuart, I'm excited to have you here today. Obviously, uh, you're an author and uh, most importantly, a Christian business owner that's committed to the Lord. And I know we have a lot to talk about. You mentioned... CPA to insurance sales, and and now you're involved in employee benefits. You're an author. How did that go? I mean, how did you get from CPA to and, and bring it into it from a business perspective? Yeah, me. absolutely. Uh, w- when I started college and uh, and I was striving to finish in four years, I wanted to uh, major in something that I knew I could make money at. So I became a CPA, mm. and uh, and so I I thought I'd spend the rest of my business life as a CPA. But at the time, I was in accounting for about five years, and one of my clients owned an insurance agency. Okay. And, uh, and uh, he had said to me, hey, Stuart, how would you like to come into the insurance business? Uh, and I said, no way. I'm going to be a partner in this firm eventually, and I'm going to stay right here. Mm. And, uh, and he offered me much more money 
than I had been making in accounting. And the only reason I left insurance to go into uh, uh, to go in, uh, left uh, accounting to go into insurance is for more money. Mm, okay, so that was your primary motive that at was the time, it. right? And then that brought you to today. You're you're obviously a successful business owner. You're involved in employee benefit programs and so forth. Tell us a little more about that. Yeah, sure. So I went into the insurance business. I started to do financial planning initially, mm-hmm. uh, and so I did fee based financial planning. And I quickly saw that the people that made the money in financial planning were those who sold the products. Oh, okay. So I got my licenses and I did financial planning and sold life insurance and investment products. I was Series 7 licensed. And, um, and uh, you know, after a while of doing that, I started to do some health insurance and I met some, some people in, in business who had a, a niche market where they were wanting to present employee benefit products to public entities in New Jersey, and we all got along very well. They saw the expertise that I brought to the table, and especially the financial acumen I had from being an accountant, mm. and so we all got together and, and we started providing employee benefits to, to uh, public entities in New Jersey. And you have a pretty niche client base. I mean, you're you're dealing with large, large companies, right? Exactly. They're, they're, they're large public entities, school boards, uh, governmental uh, bodies. And then I also do uh, commercial accounts as well, some large businesses. So you're, you're actually in your own business at this point. What, what motivated you to start your own business? I mean, a lot of guys could have just gone to one of the big companies and said, hey, I'll go work for you. Why your own business? You know, initially it was about the money for me. Uh, I saw that as long as I was, um, you know, a self-driven, kind of disciplined guy, motivated guy, I would be successful in my own business, and I wouldn't have to worry about what someone else was directing me to do. And so, um, so I took the bull by the horns and, and went straight forward for that. So you were driven, motivated, burning for business, yearning for dollars, right? And then the Lord intervened. What, what happened? Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I, at, at, a, at the age of 30, I went to go see the number one uh, salesman for a large insurance company that I'd been doing business with. Mm. Uh, and, uh, and this particular guy, Ron, had made millions of dollars a year, and everyone talked about him. He's almost a legend at the time. And so I, I spent four months calling this guy, uh, trying to get an appointment to go to see him, to see how he was successful. Finally, he said, Stuart, uh, you have bothered my secretary for so long. <laughs> you, co- you come in and let's talk. So right. I went to go see Ron. And uh, as, as a, 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 an unchristian, I, a Jewish man, I had no idea who Jesus was at the time. I sat down at the, uh, at, at, at the table with Ron, and he told me a story that he had uh, never graduated high school. He was a truck driver and how he got into the insurance business. And he told me all these wonderful stories about how he became successful. And after about an hour, he said to me, oh, yes, Stuart, there's one more thing. Mm. I said, what's that, Ron? And he said, I pray before every appointment I go on. And I said, Ron, you're kidding me. <laughs> you pray? How, why? Right. And he said, Stuart, you don't pray? I said, no, Ron, I don't pray. He says, you know, hold on a second. And he reached under his desk and he handed me something. He said, Stuart, this is the Bible written in fourth grade language for anyone to understand. Wow. And I want you to have this and I want you to read it. Now, he didn't tell me anything about Jesus, but he handed me this book. Hmm. And, uh, and, and I went home and, and I said, you know what? I am going to start reading the Bible, but being Jewish, I would never flip to the New Testament. <laughs> right. So for three years, I read the Old Testament every single day, and mm. I became very educated about my, my, uh, my history, uh, the Jewish people's history, right. and, uh, and, and I loved it. But I was puffed up with that education, and three years later, I walked into the office of a chief financial officer for a large publicly traded company. And Sal was someone I was trying to sell some insurance to. 
And, uh, and he wasn't in his office when I got there, and I was looking for ways to, to have some commonality with Sal, as you do as a businessman. Right. And so I'm looking around his office as the secretary had seated me, and I see a Bible sitting on his desk. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I, so he walks in, and I said, hi, Sal, Stuart Migdon. And um, I said, Sal, you know, listen, what's that Bible doing on your desk? I've been reading the Bible for three years. So this guy tells me that he is leaving this very lucrative career as a, as a chief financial officer to become a full-time minister at a church, and, um, and I couldn't believe it. I said, you're crazy. <laughs> and he, he said to me, Stuart, can I ask you a question? I said, sure, go ahead. And he said to me, and I, I still remember this question as if it were yesterday, but it was 20 years ago. He said to me, Stuart, could you ever believe that Jesus is the Jewish Messiah? And I remember my answer as if it were yesterday. I said to him, Sal, it would be easier for me to believe that I'm a female than to believe that Jesus is the Jewish Messiah. (laughs) That's an amazing story. Not one we can leave there. We're going to come back to that right after the break. But Stuart, thank you very much. Uh, You started the show off with a bang, and I'm excited about it. I'm glad you mentioned history in the Bible because a lot of people don't realize this is a literal history book, but we'll talk more about that later. We're excited to be here today. This is Tandem Radio Live. I'm your host, Glenn DeLakian. We're here every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. on the Good News on Business. Our guest today is Stuart Migdon, author of the book, Jesus Take the Wheel, and a Christian business owner as well. We have so much to talk about today. If you're a business owner or thinking about business, you need to have a pad and pen ready today because we got some great information for you. And of course, you can listen to us uh, live on the FM stations or on tandemradio.com. Hi, my name is George McGovern, Director of Athletes in Action in the New York metro area. Athletes in Action is a global pioneer and servant leader in sport ministry. AIA staff and volunteers have shared the gospel with athletes, coaches, and sports fans around the world. Locally, Athletes in Action staff are training godly professional and collegiate athletes to do the same. Whether it's a father-son breakfast, a sports clinic, or a school assembly, AIA creates opportunities for athletes to share the good news. For more information, go to our Athletes in Action link at tandemradio.com. Are you cutting back at the office? Find yourself wearing more hats than ever? Need to do marketing to generate business but just don't have the time? Right Impressions is here to help. Our professional staff has been trained by the best, and now we can pass our experience on to you to support your business. We serve companies of every shape and size. Right Impressions can ensure every impression is the right impression. For more information, the number is 732-614-5099 or online at tandemradio.com. Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn DeLakin, along with our guest today, Stuart Migdon. He's the author of Jesus Take the Wheel, and he's also a Christian business owner. Um, we were just talking about uh, your experience with uh, uh, some top producers in the business and how uh, the Bible impacted your life and how God intervened. And uh, again, you touched on the history book. You know, I can't convey enough to people. It's one of my favorite talk- topics is the infallibility of the history in the Bible. And and uh, it's so important for people to realize, especially it, maybe you're listening right now and you're you're not a Christian and maybe uh, you are and a firm believer and, and rooted in the Bible, it's so important for us to take it literally and to understand that uh, this is a powerful tool, um, not only for what is apparent, but if you drill down into it, it's amazing the wisdom you'll find in the Word to guide you in business, to guide you in parenting, to guide you in marriage, and every aspect of your life. And I, I pray that people take it that literally. And I'm glad you mentioned the history of it all, because it is a literal history book. So we're talking about how you got from point A to point B and, and how you came to the Lord and so forth. 
Tell us about the author concept. What what moved you to, to all of a sudden write this book? Well, you know, when, when I when I did come to know the Lord, mm-hmm. uh, I was being discipled by a gentleman who um, I I said to him after just a couple of months knowing knowing Jesus, I said, you know what, Larry, I want to write a book about how to be successful but successful from God's perspective. Mm. And Larry said to me, you know what, Stuart, that, that's a good idea. But instead, I think you should read the book. And he was referring to the Bible. <laughs> right. And, and he said, and, and sit at the Lord's feet and see what God has to say. Mm. And so I said, great idea, Larry. I, I gave up the idea of writing a book, and, and, and I read the Bible every day, uh, practically every single day for 12 years. And then I felt this calling from God uh, to go ahead and write a book, and uh, and so I sat down and I started to jot some things down on a sheet of paper. Uh, and three and a half years later, two books were birthed. Uh, the first one's been published already, uh, but the book is so much different than I could have possibly ever written uh, when uh, when when I was going to write that first book with Larry. It would have been filled with too much of myself and 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 and, and a selfish motivation. Mm. But this book is all about how to live a life of humility for the Lord. Right. Now, you mentioned with Larry, you, you wrote together or, or you were planning on writing together at one no, point? No, no, not at all. I just asked him if I should write. Oh, okay. And, and he said no. And then 12 years later is when I started writing. Okay. So it was a work in progress. It wasn't something that happened overnight for you. Absolutely not. Yeah. Praise God. And you mentioned a second book. Uh, I guess, let's talk about that in a minute. But, but tell us more about Jesus Take the Wheel. Obviously, it's from your perspective, from a business perspective, with the Lord's uh, guidance in there. You know, it says seven keys to a transformed life with God. Let's start with that. Yeah, sure. So uh, when I started writing this book, uh, I, I thought, Lord, what is it that you want from, from me? What do you want from a Christian to do mm-hmm. in their life? And so God led me right to Moses initially. And uh, mo- actually, uh, in, in Numbers chapter 12, verse 3, it says that Moses was the most humble man on the face of the earth. Mm. So it led me to a study of humility. What does humility really mean, and how does it impact uh, the life of the everyday Christian in business, in family, in recreational, in all that they do. And so um, so I just started writing about Moses, studying the life of Moses. I saw the parallels so clearly to the life of our Lord Jesus, mm. uh, who lived uh, a life of humility, as you know, right. humbled himself to the point of death, mm. even death on the cross. And so the book is really about Moses and Jesus okay. and how they lived their life humbly for God. But there are stories intertwined throughout the pages of this book about how in business I've had to use these principles mm. in order to, uh, to bring glory to God in all that I do. Now, I think you made a great point. You, you, know, you said you have to you know, humble yourself and be at the feet. And, uh, of course, you said, uh, ask the Lord. And that's one of the goals that we have for this show, Stuart, is, is many times people make business decisions. I mean, they're making them every day. How many times do they actually go to the Lord? I'm so glad you brought that point up about praying, because I often do that. We had a funny story last week. We talked about praying and, and uh, uh, a trip I had to Rhode Island. And uh, it, it's amazing what an impact it has actually in my life, and I know other people's lives, probably yours as well, that you know, a lot of times you pull up on a sales appointment, for example, you know, and, and you got this animosity. You're wondering if you covered everything, and then you're going in the seat and wonder who they're going to be like and all this stuff. If you take that couple of minutes and pray— and ask the Lord to come into this situation with you, boy, does it make a difference, right? It makes a huge difference. And, and in fact, if you pray on a regular basis to God and, and talk with Him about your decisions, 
uh, as you have to make quick decisions and and you don't have the time to pray, for example, mm-hmm. you'll make godly decisions. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was you know I was just reading today in the life of King David mm-hmm. and how he was in a situation in his life after a time when when his son Absalom. Uh, went to try to overthrow his own father's kingdom, and Absalom was killed by David's commander in chief of his yeah, army, Joab. And, and Joab. Yeah, and David had to make some very quick decisions about Joab That's and right. about some other people who had come to him uh, in his life at that time. And and I loved when when I read it, uh, I, I saw the quick decisions that David had to make. All godly decisions, all loving decisions, and there uh, those decisions were made because David dedicated his life to seek the Lord. And so when you talk about the the Bible being a history book, it's a history book that comes alive for applications in your life as a businessman, as a decision maker, as a father, a mother, uh, in in all aspects of your life. And it's so important because you have to weigh out the balance of those decisions every day. Uh, Sometimes they're dramatic decisions that can have a huge impact on your financial and personal future, and sometimes they're day-to-day remedial thoughts. But what's interesting is, and, and I find this, you know, we all have counselors, right? We, and I don't mean just attorneys, but we all have accountants, counselors, people that we rely on for business information. And it's, it's so interesting to me how when you go to someone who's unchristian, as I mentioned to you before, and, and you go to someone who's a Christian, committed Christian, the difference in the advice you know, yeah. and the difference in the guidance. And, uh, you know, sometimes you have to weigh the both out because one may be a professional, one may not, may ha- one may have experience, one may not. But it's interesting when you go God's way on these decisions and you take the route that the Word would have you take, uh, how much more they settle down and, and calm down. Wouldn't you agree? I, I do agree. Uh, the, the number one counselor that we have is God, the mighty counselor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so we have to go to the counselors in our lives, but we have to take it to God. One of the principles in the book... Uh, that I have one of the seven keys is to cling to God, and uh, and one of the problems that business uh, men and women have is that they let the, the the problems of their business and the problems of their life start clinging to them. No, that's right. And the next thing you know, they're in this worry state. Mm. They've got anxiousness, anxiety Amen. takes over, and they're not sure what to do. And then the decisions that they make are not well thought out decisions. Amen. And that happened to me so many times. I mean, I remember one time, I tell the story in the book, I lost a small client that I never thought that I would lose, and uh, and it was so stressful to me. I didn't know how to handle it, and and, and that problem started to cling to my life. And I'd wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, and I'd say, oh, no, if I lost this client— I'm going to lose all my clients. And I started to awfulize the situation. Right, right. Everything was falling down on me. Awfulize. And, and, and so what happened, though, is that I, I realized that, that I needed to cling to God and not let these problems cling to me. And the only way to do that was to seek Him for His counsel. Mm, that is so important. I, you know, it's funny because uh, I'm, I'm in the middle of a business transaction right now that uh, there's some struggles on both sides. And, you know, it's a big decision. And uh, it's amazing how that is so true. You know, these things can cling to you. That's uh, such a great point, Stuart. And, you know, I like your awful eyes uh, terminology there. Can I use that? To, Absolutely. Is that a Stuartism? Uh, <laughs> it is. But uh, <laughs> it, uh, it, it's what we do, right? And, and what does the Bible say? Be anxious for nothing, right? And, and you got to... I mean, 
how many times the demons come at night, right? Especially as a business owner, you know, and, and I found myself shaking and sweating and all I could yell out was Jesus, you know, I mean, and he breaks the oppression, but, but so many people don't have that. And, and that's one of the reasons you asked me for the motivation of this show. That's, that's one of my goals in this show is those people who are listening that may not be Christian that are realizing that there is more power, more strength that you can have that can get you through those tumultuous times. And it's the Lord Jesus Christ and what a difference he can make in our lives. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the I want to get back to some of the business concepts here, too, because you have so much on your website that I liked, that I touched on. Again, I want to remind our listeners of scriptures, you guide me with your counsel, and afterward you will take me into glory. I mean, what's our real goals in life, right? So th- that one points a lot to goals and setting goals and so forth. But before we go there... Tell us um, uh, about your e-newsletter. Um, I, I saw it on your website. I was more intrigued by the title concept of it, A Life of Total Dependence on Jesus. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so. sure. So we do a, a weekly e-letter mm-hmm. uh, where you can go to the website and sign up, and I'll send some information off to uh, to those that sign up about how to live totally dependent on Jesus. You see, if we live dependent on our business, dependent on our finances, dependent on our marriage even, dependent on our children, dependent on our health, or dependent on anything but Jesus, Mm. it will cause us strife, anxiety, worry, and it will actually amount to nothing at the end. That's right. So when we can depend on Jesus, then all those other things fit into place into Mm. a perfect way. You know, it's funny you mention that because it just brought a thought to mind. I was in a seminar one time, and and the uh, uh, the guy in the seminar said, "I want you to close your eyes for a minute, and I want you to think of all the people you love and care for, and then I want you to think about all the people you know in general. Think of their faces for a minute." And he says, "Now think of this: every one of those people at some point in your life are going to disappoint you." Mm-hmm. And he says, "But here's the other side of that: every one of those people at some point in your life, you're probably going to disappoint." Right. And the only one you can really hang your hat on is Jesus Christ, right? That's right. And I, I think that's so powerful because you you hit the nail right on the head. People are banking on their business. They're banking on the next deal. They're 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 facing their whole life based on the dollar that's going to come in on Mondays in Monday's mail. When that's always going to be fleeting, you know, and disappointing. And if they're banking on Jesus Christ, for lack of a better term, but if they're they're leaning on the Word and and what God teaches us, and they and they seek their solace and their foundation in that, boy, what a difference it makes. Uh, Stuart, thanks for being here with us today. we got so much more to cover today. I'm excited that you're here. Jesus Take the Wheel, Seven Keys to Transform Life. I know we're going to dig more into your website and concepts. Again, the scriptures today uh, are, are from Psalms and Romans. The Roman scripture, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We're hoping that people will have an opportunity today to think about that one and renew their mind in Christ. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. God's got a plan for us all. You know, it's it's over and over again in the Bible. Uh, he reminds us of that. I mean, one of the common scriptures, Jeremiah 29, 11, plans to prosper you, uh, plans for a bright future, and so forth. Of course, I'm paraphrasing. But um, the point is that uh, if God's in at the center of your life and he's the one you're focused on, you can depend on a brighter future. You can depend on things working out in that realm. Uh, don't depend on the things of the world because they're going to let you down time and time again. You never know how we'll wait 
wake up tomorrow. I mean, look at some of the crazy things that go on in the world today. But we're here today on Tandem Radio Live. I'm your host, Glenn DeLakin, here every Saturday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I say that only because we welcome all of those from around the country and sometimes even around the globe who listen in at tandemradio.com, which is our website. You can get some great information there. I know Stuart mentioned his e-newsletter. We're going to have a link on our website to Stuart's website so that you can connect with him there and find out more about what we're talking about today. But again, get your pens and pads out. You're going to have some more information right after this break in the second half of the show as we continue on with Christian business owner and uh, author Stuart Mignon. And uh, we have so much to talk about and we're excited to have you listening in today. And again, you listen to the good news on business where we point you right to the Holy Scripture for all your business decisions. Hi, my name is George McGovern, Director of Athletes in Action in the New York metro area. Athletes in Action is a global pioneer and servant leader in sport ministry. AIA staff and volunteers have shared the gospel with athletes, coaches, and sports fans around the world. Locally, Athletes in Action staff are training godly professional and collegiate athletes to do the same. Whether it's a father-son breakfast, a sports clinic, or a school assembly, AIA creates opportunities for athletes to share the good news. For more information, go to our Athletes in Action link at tandemradio.com. When potential clients Google your business name or what you do, do you come up in the top five? If not, someone else is getting many of your sales opportunities. Search engines like Google and others are becoming more important to generating new business. With more people tuning out traditional advertising, search engines allow you to show up when customers are actually searching for what you offer. You Can Be Found has a proven record of helping businesses get found with rates that fit your budget. We offer free website analysis to help you understand your best options. For more on You Can Be Found, please click the link at tandemradio.com. Never walk away from your home and don't let the bank take your house. Hi, I'm Deborah Weiss, your certified short sale specialist with Keller Williams Realty. If you owe more on your home than current market value and need to sell for any reason, a short sale might be the answer. Once again, I'm Deborah Weiss with Keller Williams, Jersey Shore, serving Monmouth and Ocean Counties. For more information, my number is 908-670-9896 or online at shortsalespecialistnj.com. That's shortsalespecialistnj.com. NJ.com. You're listening to Tandem Radio, the good news on business. Call our show at 1-800-575-9564 or visit our website at tandemradio.com. Jobs in the economy, the most pressing issues for Americans today. What would 50,000 new jobs and $25 million in grants for new businesses do? TurnUSAround.com has the answers, and you can be part of history as our grassroots movement stimulates the economy. Whether you need a job or want to start a new business, the strength of America depends on the well-being of her people, and quality, thriving businesses creating new, high-paying jobs is what we need the most. Join TurnUSAround.com as we help people across the country with goals that include 50,000 new jobs, 2,500 new businesses, and free student scholarships to help young people get the start that they deserve. Join the movement, become a member, and spread the great news. Find jobs, business opportunities, scholarships, and much, much more at our website, TurnUSAround.com, where helping yourself can help others. 
There are times in life when everyone needs a caring attorney they can trust. As your lawyer, I will always treat you with the utmost respect, honesty, and care when representing your legal needs. The Law Office of Judith Amorsky handles criminal, municipal, civil, and family matters, business needs, real estate, and estate planning. I also handle debt reduction and bankruptcies. To make an appointment or to speak with me directly, call Judy Amorsky at 732-683-1227 or follow the link to my website at tandemradio.com. Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn Delakian, here every Saturday with the good news on business. And uh, we have author and uh, Christian business owner Stuart Migdon with us today. And uh, so many topics to talk about. We were just talking about a life of total dependence on Jesus Christ and uh, how that can make a huge impact on our business life, not only from a perspective of uh, financial gain and success and prosperity, but just the emotional aspects. You know, you touched on it, Stuart, uh, and, and I think it's 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 very important to mention how many times people, especially business owners, are struggling through the weekend, for example. They come home Friday after a rough day or whatever, and they're thinking the whole weekend through about what Monday is going to bring and what's going to be in the mail or what uh, uh, deal is going to happen or not happen. And again, maybe much of that is much of that anguish is just from having your priorities backwards, you know, as opposed to letting your life be controlled or dependent upon Jesus Christ. You're now dependent on the whims of your business or the whims of the economy and so forth. Yeah, no, you're right. You know, the the most important um, thing that I can communicate to your listeners today uh, that transformed the way that I work in my business on a daily basis Mm. is to recognize one thing and then to implement one thing. And the one thing that they, they need to recognize is that God created you to bring glory to his name. Isaiah 43, 7 says it clearly that God formed us in the womb, and created us to bring glory to his name. So when you recognize that, then you live every day in your business to bring glory to God. Every decision you make, every conversation you have with anyone, uh, any business meeting you have, anything that you do, you do to bring glory to God. And the action of that comes in the book of Galatians. And I love this because this is how I try to live my life in business every single day. As tough decisions come my way, as difficulties come and pressure comes on me in the, in the middle of the day where someone calls up, a client calls up and is dissatisfied with something or one of my account managers does something that they sh- should never have done, I look at Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23, where Paul is telling us how to live by the fruit of the Spirit. And so in Mm. everything I do, I test it by this. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Everything that I do in my business life is looked to be done in this way. Now listen, Glenn, I make mistakes. But here's the key. When I see that I have fallen off of that, when I've reacted to a situation Mm. inappropriately, I'll go back an hour later, two hours later, I'll call the client, I'll call the prospect, I'll speak to those that uh, are in my office that I do that with, and I'll say, I'm sorry, please forgive me, it was wrong of me. And it has transformed the way I do business. Mm. You know, it's amazing. I'm glad you mentioned it that way because, um, you know, so many times business owners you know, go out and they make a decision that's quick, uh, sometimes rash or something they, they're forced into making on the spot and they don't give a lot of consideration to it. And and they feel empty afterwards. They feel broken, you know, and, and they feel the baggage of mistakes. And, and we're all sinners saved by grace. And, and the bottom line is, 
you don't have to hang your hat on that. You know, you can get back up, dust yourself off, dig back into the Word. I mean, sometimes it may even take, you know, I keep my Bible in the car. Um, you know, obviously, if you have a, a, a droid or you're near a, a, the Internet, you can pop up a scripture anytime you want. You know, sometimes it takes that. You know, we make a mistake. Sometimes we have to just back up take a deep breath, and maybe open Scripture and say, God, what do you say about this? You know, I just made the mistake. What should I do? You know, ask for that forgiveness and move on. And I'm so glad you pointed out that way because, again, I just find in the business world that if that continues in somebody's mind, they keep making those mistakes and they, they just forget about it, go on to the next one, another mistake, another mistake. Before they know it, they get bitter and they start to say, you know what? They, they start to edge God out. It's funny because we got a caller last week who said, I loved your ego, an acronym, edging God out, you know, which we used last week. And um, that happens uh, sometimes so subtly that one day we wake up and we wonder, where's Christ in our life? That's right. Absolutely. So thank you for pointing that out. And it also brings us back to that scripture. You guide me with your counsel, and afterward you will take me into glory. So if we're trying to glorify God, we need to find his counsel where he wants us to go. That's right. Stuart, you, uh, we talked about total dependence. Something else on your website I found, Disciple Challenge. Tell me about the Disciple Challenge. Yeah. You know, far too few Christians understand the Great Commission from Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 through 20, where Jesus says, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Now, that's the first part of the Great Commission, and it's evangelism, Mm -hmm. telling people about Jesus, making disciples. But then the next part, Jesus says, is teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. Mm -hmm. And lo, I am with you always, even till the end of the age. Christians do not teach other Christians about the Word of God. Mm. We don't disciple them. And the best way to, 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 to see that is ask yourself, who is your spiritual child in the faith? Who is it that you pour the things of God into on a regular basis? Or who is your spiritual father or mother in the faith? Who is it that did those very same things to you? And uh, what you'll find is most Christians will say, I don't have a spiritual father or mother in the faith. I don't have a spiritual child in the faith. So the discipleship challenge challenges every single Christian to go out and find a spiritual child like Paul had Timothy, like Paul had Titus, mm. uh, you know, and, and, and go out there and find these people and pour the things of God into them and teach them to teach others to do that very same thing. Mm. And, you know, it, I'm glad you mentioned that as well, because uh, so many times we, we don't realize that we have this skill or this knowledge or this information or, or guidance from God that we can share with others. Sometimes people are intimidated. I don't know enough about the Bible or I'm not far along enough in my walk. But yet we all can help somebody else and we all can point people back to God. And that's where the Bible is so powerful. You don't have to be the answer man. You know, you can say, hey, all the answers are right there in the book. Come on and help find it. But another other part of that is you made me think of iron sharpens iron when, when you started that story. And I, I think about how these things that you're espousing relative to, um, you know, a life of total dependence on Jesus, the discipleship challenge, you know, um, I'm thinking about a, a, a very close friend of mine who we literally pray together every day uh, who's immersed in business. He's in the car business. He sells cars. And uh, what's amazing is that all this that, you know, God has poured into him there's an industry which is not really known for its integrity, you know, but yet this guy, it's amazing. Number one, he's top producer at where he works. It's a very high-end car manufacturer. Um, I'm not supposed to name names like Lexus on the air, but uh, whatever. But the point is that uh, this guy's a top producer because I believe people see the Jesus Christ in him. 
They mm-hmm. see that he's based on those, even though it's a crazy industry, right, that you wouldn't think of, right. and uh, some stuff, stories we all hear about the car industry, yet people see Jesus Christ in this guy because mm-hmm. he's in the Word, he's praying every day, he's taking these things that you're mentioning about dependency on Christ and living it in his life, and people see that, and they make the deals with the guy, and I think it's amazing because every month, just about, he becomes their top producer, and it's just, it blows me away, and and I, I and he's humble, and I always remind him, but that's people are going to see Christ in you in two ways. They're going to see it to you and they make deals with you, but your peers are going to say, what's this guy got going on that he's the top of the heap every time? And the thing is Jesus Christ. And uh, I'm glad you brought that up. So Disciple Challenge, tell us a little bit more real quick before we break. When you click on Disciple Challenge in your on your website, what are they getting hit with? They're going to hear about something called 212, which is going to provide them with the resources necessary to disciple two people once a week for two months to be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus and teach others to teach others to do the same. And that comes from 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 and 2, where Paul is speaking to his spiritual child, Timothy, mm. and he says to Timothy, You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and the things which you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, these entrust to faithful men who are able to teach others also. And you mentioned before, Glenn, people feel like they can't do this. They don't have enough knowledge or enough mm. information to do it. Well, we're, we're putting together a DVD series that will enable them to disciple two people very easily, giving them all the tools necessary to be able to do that. Mm. That's amazing. And, and again, the Discipleship Challenge, I, I would recommend that anybody goes to Stuart's website and check that out. You'll have a link on the website on tandemradio.com. You'll be able to find out not only more about Stuart, but be able to go to his website and see about the book, Jesus Take the Wheel, Seven Keys to Transform Life with God, and some of these other things like the e-letter and the Discipleship Challenge. I'm excited. I always get excited. You know, Like we talked about before, we're both competitive people. I always get excited when there's a challenge out there. So I'm glad you put that out there as a challenge. And, uh, and I challenge you, the listener, to go check that out and see what's going on. 212 sounds like a great concept. Stuart, we have so much more to talk about, and we're going to finish that up in the next segment of the show. You're listening to Tandem Radio Live. We're here every Saturday morning from 11 a.m. till noon talking about the good news on business. And we'd love to hear from you. Of course, you can email us at info at tandemradio.com. We get many calls after the show, actually, at uh, 1-800-575-9564. We'd love to hear your questions. 1-800-575-9564. We're here for you. We're here for to glorify the Lord and to help you find a better way. And uh, that better way, of course, is Jesus Christ. And we all believe that here for sure. And we've lived it in that. We've seen the experience. So uh, we know what God can do for us. We pray that he'll do it for you as well. We're here for another segment. We're excited to have our author and uh, Christian uh, book own- writer and Christian business owner, Stuart Migden, with us today. And lots more to cover for business owners. So you're listening to the good news on business here at the Bridge FM uh, stations as well as on Tandem Radio Live. You can listen to it anywhere, and we're glad to have you tuned in. We'll talk to you more right after this break. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, has become a worldwide Christian sports ministry. The vision of FCA is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. In 1956, 256 high school students went to the very first FCA camp in Estes Park, Colorado. Last summer, we had over 48,000 athletes and coaches attend FCA camps all over the country. 
For more information, go to our FCA link at tandemradio.com. Jobs in the economy, the most pressing issues for Americans today. What would 50,000 new jobs and $25 million in grants for new businesses do? TurnUSAround.com has the answers, and you can be part of history as our grassroots movement stimulates the economy. Whether you need a job or want to start a new business, the strength of America depends on the well-being of her people, and quality, thriving businesses creating new, high-paying jobs is what we need the most. Join TurnUSAround.com as we help people across the country with goals that include 50,000 new jobs, 2,500 new businesses, and free student scholarships to help young people get the start that they deserve. Join the movement. Become a member and spread the great news. Find jobs, business opportunities, scholarships, and much, much more at our website, TurnUSAround.com, where helping yourself can help others. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, has become a worldwide Christian sports ministry. The vision of FCA is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. In 1956, 256 high school students went to the very first FCA camp in Estes Park, Colorado. Last summer, we had over 48,000 athletes and coaches attend FCA camps all over the country. For more information, go to our FCA link at tandemradio.com. Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn Delakian, here each week. Uh, you were just listening to Harry Flaherty. They have their great breakfast. If you haven't been there before, their uh, um, uh, Super Bowl breakfast, which is the Saturday right before the Super Bowl. And if you haven't contacted FCA, you really need to reach out for them. They're a great group. They can help. They help kids all over the country and literally the globe. And it's amazing. Uh, they have a powerful leader in Harry uh, who does so much for them. But this breakfast is just packed out. It's a huge event. Uh, I just found out that David Tyree is speaking there. I'm not sure if that's public knowledge, but anyway, it is now. Uh, and uh, he's such a great uh, Christian and believer. Uh, uh, the Catch in NFL that you may remember, he wrote a book called The Catch. But uh, what a what a great uh, uh, speaker! I'm sure he is, and and uh, it'll be a great event. We're here today with Stuart Migdon, the author of Jesus Take the Wheel, and uh, he wrote this great Christian book, uh, Seven Keys to Transform the Life with God, is the subtitle, and uh, just tied into business and uh, giving you a business perspective from a guy who was was um, successful in business before he came to the Lord, uh, but then found real success after he came to the Lord. Stuart, you, you started a story earlier, and, and I apologize, we ran into a break, but you were talking about uh, believing in Jesus Christ, and, and one of the guys who mentored you in the beginning, or actually exposed you maybe in the beginning, with a Bible on his desk. Finish up that story real quick for us, because we only have a few minutes in the last segment. Yeah, yeah. sure. So, so Sal invited me to his ordination. Uh, as a minister. Hmm. And being Jewish, I, I, I've never been at that point, I've never been to a born-again Christian church. So just to back up a second, you, were, you weren't a believer yet, but you had started reading the Bible, right? Exactly. Okay. I'd read for three years, met Sal. Sal uh, asked me the question about whether I can believe Jesus is the Jewish Messiah. I said, it'd be easier to me, for me to believe that I'm a female than to believe <laughs> right. that Jesus is the Jewish Messiah. So he, he invited me. I went to that ordination, and, um, and I looked forward to it. And I walked into a wildly charismatic church. I couldn't believe it. I didn't know what that meant, but people were sh- waving their hands and dancing <laughs> in the aisles. I had one hand on the door to leave and one hand on the door to stay. Right. And I, I sat down in, in, in that chair, and I heard a man, not Sal, another man, give the gospel message for the very first time in my life. I had never heard it. I sat there and heard about sin, and I knew that I was that sinner. I could tell. 
And uh, I knew that I would not be going to heaven if I did not receive Jesus as Lord and repent of my sin. And it felt like he was talking directly to me. So I prayed that prayer. I said, God, forgive me of my sins, and I want to receive Jesus as Lord. And I left my home that evening a Jew for Judaism, and I came home a Jew for Jesus. Mm -hmm. I had a Holy Spirit conversion change my life. Wow, wow. And uh, what, a, what a difference it's made in your life, right? I yes. mean, uh, look where it's brought you to date, and we're so happy that it has, that God has. Because And you heeded the call. You know, so many people, God prompts them, but uh, they don't always pick up the ball. Uh, and sometimes timing. I think it's fine. It's interesting. You mentioned three years you read the Bible. You know, it's amazing. You, we may be sitting next to someone in church. Well, we were just talking about, I was just talking about this with my pastor two days ago about altar calls and so forth. You may be sitting next to someone in their church that comes every week with a Bible in their hand, and they may not actually be a believer. And here, here, you know, you might have said to someone, you could have easily wrote it off, so I've been reading the Bible for three years, but yet you weren't a believer yet. That's pretty amazing. That's right. You never know. I always challenge people. I say, you know what? If you don't know Jesus as your Lord, pick up the Bible and start reading it. That's what happened to me. Mm. And God dragged me to him as I dedicated myself to looking at his word. Right. You know, it's it's amazing how many times, and, and I just was talking to a couple of uh, friends of mine this past week about how many times people who were literally atheists or, or, or clearly against uh, the Bible sat down and said, I'm going to read this and prove all the mistakes. And by the end time they're done, they're, they're believing mm -hmm. you know, and, and believing with a zeal. I mean, C.S. Lewis, perfect example, you know, an atheist for all those years. But but um, what great uh, concept. I mean, we could talk all day, Stuart, I know, because there's just so many things that we're touching on. Let, let's just finish up with, you know, staying focused on business and, and how this book, for example, would impact the average business owner. So so let's say someone's out there, whether they're Christian or not, uh, and, and they're in business, they're involved in business uh, in, in whatever respect. How is Jesus Take the Wheel, Seven Keys to a Transformed Life with God, going to impact their business? Yeah. Well, there are several action steps at the end of, of every single day's reading mm. that will instruct you on what to do in order to get closer to God and let him take the wheel of your life. And one of them uh, is about putting together a mission statement. Mm. You see, even if we are in business, we should have a mission statement for Jesus. And, 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 and the book, the, a particular chapter, takes you through that process of getting a mission statement together. And when you have a mission statement about the things of God, you can then incorporate it into your business so that you can see, and this is key, Glenn, key, that the, the business that your listeners are in is a ministry for them. It, it, it is their ministry that God has entrusted them with. And so when you have a mission statement about how to, how to praise the Lord and, and be involved in a ministry, the business will all of a sudden become a ministry for you, and you'll do the things that God wants you to do, and your business will be something that you look forward to, not something that you stress mm, about. Right. It'll be something that you enjoy doing on a regular basis. You know, mission statements are so important. You know, they're so foundational. I'm glad you brought that up. because And, and what I love about what you just said is you have to have a mission statement for God. You know, a lot of people have a business mission statement. Some people go out and write a personal business statement, a personal mission statement. You know, I, I, I'm a big believer when I see someone who's new in business and wants to do a startup, I ask them to do two things. One is their mission statement, and the other is their obituary. I don't know if you've ever gone that route or heard those stories, but but to write, what would you want people to remember you as? You know, what, what would you like your life to reflect on? Uh, and again, one of my things I learned a long time ago, start with the end in mind. And, and I think that's like that with Christianity right from the beginning. What's 
what's the end goal? I mean, to, to be in glory with God, obviously, Psalm, he will take me into glory. So how do we get there? You know, but what is it like to be there? You know, so many people, you know, they um, it's like kind of reading the Bible. You know, you dive into the Old Testament and, and if you have no knowledge whatsoever, it's kind of tough to get to Jesus, to the New Testament, although he's in there, you know, it's clear to people who know. But um, and that's why a lot of times new believers always recommend start with the New Testament and then, you know, go back to the old. But but the point is that these mission statements can have such a big impact, but not only a mission statement of where you're going, but what about a, an obituary, a mission statement of where you're going right. to end up, you know? And do you talk about that in the book at all? I don't talk about that particular right. uh, illustration, but absolutely, I, I concur with you 100%. When you know what the end result is, and we know what it is, mm-hmm. we, we, we as Christians will be in the glory of God, and right. what, what do we want to be remembered by? Then the mission statement that we write today will all point in that direction to do those things that God is, is wanting us to do and that are pleasing to Him. Let's talk real quick about the subtitle, Seven Keys to Transform Life with God. I want to ask you, um, what is, you know, what are just one, maybe two, because we don't have a lot of time, points that you could give a business owner today to say, hey, this is how you can start on that path. Now, I'm, I'm coming right out of Scripture, Romans 12, 2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I think that's so critical, renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. And I don't want to misguide anybody. That's not test God. That's test and approve what God's will is in your life. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Talk to me real quick about seven keys to transform life with God. Yeah, sure. There, there are seven principles that we put forth in the book that you need to guide your life and live by. And so, for example, one of them, from a businessman's perspective, we talk, touched on a little bit here today, is uh, to accept God's helpers and become one yourself. Mm. And so we've got to have wise counselors around us, but we've got to make sure that we are listening to those wise counselors. <laughs> I, I remember a time where t- uh, two business uh, owners, actually one business owner and his, uh, and, and his president, uh, got into a conflict. And, uh, and so they, they're both Christians, and they had a difficult time resolving it, and they called me up, and they said, Stu, we need a mediator, we're going about this wrong, and we're <laughs> disgracing the name of God in our own business. What do we do? Right. So I knew that they wanted me to be a helper in that regard. I called one of my helpers, and I said, what should I do? And he said, he pointed me to another person. He said, he knows them well. I called him up, and I'm not really keen on this guy's counsel. I listened to what he had to say, and I said, okay, thank you very much, appreciate your help, and I left. And I went to go talk to these guys, and we talked for 45 minutes, and there was screaming, and there was angst, and it was a bad situation. (laughs) And then instantly, I remembered what that other gentleman said to me, who loves the Lord, loves me, and loves these guys. And I introduced that to the situation, and these guys saw things so differently, and they were able to resolve their issue and move on. So we've got to remember that we've got to surround ourselves with wise counsel, with those that love the Lord and love us. And then here's the key, Glenn. We've got to listen to what they have to say. We can't just hear what they have to say. We've got to listen to what they have to say, and then we have to implement it in our lives. Right. Well, thank you, Stuart. That is so powerful. You know, there's a scripture, obviously, that there is wisdom in a multitude of counselors, and uh, it is important to find good, godly counselors, uh, and then heed what they say, you know, uh, weigh it out in your decision-making process and and heed what they say, because there is wisdom in that. And I'm so glad you ended on that point, because uh, wisdom is something God mandates us to seek and look for it on a regular basis, and it'll be a good thing for you. Stuart, I want to thank you for coming in today. Boy, the time flew again, and uh, it's all because of the power of uh, what God's put in your heart and mind. So I want to thank you for being with us today. 
It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me, Glenn. Great. I know we have a lot more to cover, so I'm probably going to tap you in the future and bring you in again. Uh, our guest today, Stuart Migdon, at, uh, he wrote a book called Jesus Take the Wheel, Seven Keys to a Transformed Life with God. Uh, you can find out more about Stuart at tandemradio.com. Our website is filled with information that will help you. You may want to go there right now and put some questions in, and we'll get back to you with answers, or just find out a bunch of resources that can really help you and help your business. We are all about the good news on business, uh, talking about what God has in mind to direct you and guide you on a daily basis as you walk in integrity with Him. We're here each week, Saturday morning, 11 a.m., tell your friends, and we're broadcast not only on the Bridge Network of FM stations, but also on TandemRadio.com, the website. You can also catch the archive shows there as well that are filled with wisdom and information that can help you in your work. You've been listening to the Good News on Business, a Tandem Radio live broadcast heard here on the Bridge FM Radio Network and streaming at tandemradio.com. Don't forget to join us every Saturday at 11 a.m. to 12 noon Eastern Standard Time and call us and email us with your questions because we'd love to hear from you. You can also visit our website for the latest blogs from Peter and Glenn along with other information about upcoming guests, events, and business opportunities. I'm Kevin Reeves, and from everyone at Tandem Radio, we hope that you have a blessed week. And remember, walk with the Lord every day, in every way.